You can receive all the latest episodes of Hollywood and Beyond with Stephen Brittingham delivered to your favorite listening device by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or whatever happens to be your favorite podcast listening service. Don't miss out. Tune in. Hi, this is Stephen. It's safe to say that Jamie Bernadette has become a horror icon. And she visits me here on Hollywood and Beyond to discuss her leading role in Dead by Dawn. Available on April 7th. When a suicidal man isolates himself in a remote cabin and is suddenly faced with protecting a kidnapped woman from three very sadistic killers. It's a fight to the death where only the strongest will survive until dawn. Tonight it comes to steal the day Let's the monsters out to play La-dee-da-dee-da La-dee-da-dee-da Sing it for me, baby I don't get it. Is that a yes or a no? Welcome, friends and listeners, to Hollywood and Beyond Podcast, your home for meaningful and in-depth interviews. Thank you for listening. And now, your host, actor and writer, Stephen Brittingham. She gave one of the as far as I'm concerned, most impressive performances of 2019 as to heartbroken and damaged soul Mary Harris in the emotional powerhouse film The Furnace. Jamie Bernadette is here once again to discuss another role on another film, Dead by Dawn. Oh my, or perhaps I should just say yikes. Trust me on this. <laughs> and her range as an actress is evident as Jamie portrays a character completely different than that of her character in The Furnace. An actress really can't receive a higher compliment than that when you compare two projects, just how different they are in scope. Just such a talented lady. Well, for this character, I think the word deviant comes to mind, but we'll see what Jamie has to say about her character. Jamie Bernadette, welcome back. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back. <laughs> it's good to have you here. Wow. I'm, I'm getting spoiled with your visits. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the opening segment of the episode today laid out the storyline of the film and provided some information about your character, but you are the best person to ask, Jamie. So, why don't you please describe your character to the listeners out there? How would you best describe her in Dead by Dawn? Um, well, her name is Snack, because that's what her boyfriend calls her. <laughs> <laughs> he does, I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, she's wicked, for sure, but um, she's very dark. She's I mean, in my backstory, in my mind, which they don't go into in the film, but I played her like she comes from an extremely rough past and just just had it so bad that she just 
doesn't care anymore about who she hurts or anything, really. She doesn't have emotions. She doesn't have feelings like she can hurt another and just not feel anything about it. And her sense of humor is very off. Like, the stuff that she finds funny just is, it's, it's, um, aberrated. <laughs> That's one way to put it. A bit diminutive at times. Yeah, she's <laughs> twisted for sure. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that because you must have read my mind in advance. I actually wanted to ask you about your character's background because you're right. The film doesn't really go into that aspect of your character. But I I kept asking myself, you know, what happened in this character's past that made her this way? There had to be something. So thank you for sharing that. And, And, you know, there was a moment where the character's boyfriend backslaps her. I mean, really hard, and yet your yeah. character, you know, you know, is 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 right there by his side. It's almost, mm-hmm. in some twisted way, as if she enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think she had been abused before. That was just my own, like, his backstory. But um, had been abused before. So this is how she feels loved. You know. So yeah, she's like, okay, well, that's part of life. They hit you. You know. Um. She doesn't think much of it. But, yeah, she's obsessed with her boyfriend. Obsessed. I'll tell you um, what. I wanted to strangle that guy. <laughs> you, know, you, know what, you know how some characters can really get under your skin? And, and, and you know, <laughs> I was just like, I just wish I could strangle this guy or, you know. Uh, so he was very effective in, in his performance. Was there any interesting backstory to the audition for this film? I didn't audition. Uh, Sean Kane, the director, just offered me the, the role. Very nice. Not surprised yeah, to hear but, that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I sat in on auditions and helped him cast. That was fun. Oh, wow. So you had, Help, uh, you had a yeah. lot to say about the casting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there for it, and I, I read with the actors in the room. Because you were oh, actually yeah. one of the producers, yeah, actually, I helped Sean so much that he was like, I'm going to give you producer credit. And, um, yeah, so it was that's, that's it was nice. nice. I was happy to help him. And, yeah, it was really great. Um, I just adore Sean. You know, some people you just click with immediately. Like, that's how it was with, with <laughs> me and him. Like, we just click. We feel super comfortable with each other. It's just one of those things where you meet someone and you feel like you've known them 30 years. It's just really easy. That's how it is with us. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. That does make a a huge difference, doesn't it? Uh, When you can be on a set and just feel that comfortable with, uh, you know, a director or even a co-star when when you really click that way. It's very nice, isn't it? It helps the artistic atmosphere. I really believe that. Oh, for sure. When you feel comfortable, you feel like it's a safe space and to, to work in. It, I think it is very helpful to an actor. Yeah, like, well, I could have fun with that role and not have to worry about what he thought, you know. Or yes, exactly. He would laugh, or yeah, he's so cool and easygoing, and it's just it's, it, that movie was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that was fun to portray despite the circumstances and lots of uh, suspense and uh, a lot of twists and turns. And it's definitely one of those films where you're like, you know, I really want to know how this film is going to end. And you start, you know, you kind of think ahead that this is, this might happen or that might happen. And 
So um, it, it definitely uh, has a lot of gripping and intense moments. Where was this movie filmed at? It was filmed up in um, Fraser Park. It's um, it's about an uh, hour and a half from Los Angeles oh, north. I see. Okay. In the woods, yeah. Wow. I, I told you off the air that if I had a flat tire and you drove by and and it was that character, I would want you to just keep driving by because she <laughs> she is uh, uh, she's pretty wicked. And there's no doubt about it. And you have such strong screen presence. It, you know, just your scenes where well, you're not even saying anything, Jamie. You, you are actually saying something by just how you look on screen. <laughs> and I, I wanted yeah. to see more of you. You're, you're in the film a lot, but I, I was like, you know, I just, I, I was like, the more I see of you in this film, the better. So you brought so much to this film. So very well done. Thank you so much. <laughs> now, I wanted to ask you, though, when you portray a character like this, so you kind of described maybe what her background was. But, um, you know, you have actually worked on a lot of horror projects, Jamie. You seem to, you know, a lot of people really like you in those type of films. Um, what is it about horror that you find appealing as an actress? I have always loved horror since I was a child. Um, I don't know. It's thrilling to me. And I'm not alone because it's the easiest selling genre. I love the emotional range of it. And... It's just so creative. Um, like you're in terror, you're um, in grief, you're <laughs> paranoid. You're, I mean, there's just so, so much you can do in horror. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's why I I enjoy it so much. It's and it's the challenge of it. Horror is, I think, as well maybe the toughest genre you can do um, along with like a really heavy drama, but you know, it's, it's tough for a lot of actors to portray the emotions of terror and um, anxiety of grief. Um, there's so much physical and emotional energy that goes into um, doing scenes like that. Like if I think one of the best performances in horror um, that I've ever seen is Jessica Beale in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like oh, yeah. you can, yeah, like you can see, I mean, she is just shaking and crying and like, you have to get your whole body going and your emotions going at the same time. I mean, that's hard to do. And I think, I think that challenge is must give me something. I don't know. Cause I just, <laughs> I enjoy that. It's exciting to me and gives me something to really work on. And I don't know. It's hard to know why exactly. <laughs> she was the love of horror from since I was a child. I would watch Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds oh, and yes. Psycho with my mom. I've probably seen it. Oh, God, I love Psycho. I've seen those movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Psycho yeah. film series is probably my favorite overall series of horror uh, because you go on a journey, um, you know, part you know, from part one and there's all those years leading up to part two. I mean, I find that very fascinating. And, um, so mm -hmm. you must've read my mind again because I was going to ask you, uh, what horror films influenced you 
Um, so, and you just provided some. I, I will share this with you, Jamie. Growing up in the eighties, you know, before on demand, you know, would arrive on the scene like we have it today. For example, on Amazon Prime or Netflix was the blockbusters and and, and the video schools. <laughs> And I remember I love all sorts of films, drama, comedy, action, adventure. But but yes, I do have a soft spot for horror. And yep. I, I can still picture walking into Blockbuster and seeing long row of Friday the 13th films or Halloween films. And it was always a good day when there was uh, some good horror films to select at the video store. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, me too. I Yeah, I remember the video stores and it was very exciting. And we love to get the horror ones. Horror sells. <laughs> I mean, look at The Walking Dead. Oh, my god! You know, that's horror. Like, it's huge. Like, people love this stuff. So, yeah, we're not alone. But, yeah, it's so exciting to get those DVDs. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. with the film that you're involved with jamie uh, there's something that occurred to me is these type of films uh, you know th- they can be unsettling to watch because hopefully most viewers when they're watching it you know realize that there's just a certain demented way of thinking that the the, the you your boyfriend and then the other gentleman there so there's a there's three of you it, it's just realizing that there are people out there that just are that, you know, uh, cold in, uh, in regards to other people's feelings, you know, as far as harming people. And, you know, they have no problem of, of harming people, ending their lives. They actually find pleasure in it. And it's very obvious by the three characters that, you know, they feed on each other. They encourage each other. And so there's probably mm-hmm. that comfort zone. But those type of films do, they can be very unsettling, don't you think, when you have characters that are just so cold? It, it, it's something to keep in mind as one is watching the film. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we, and too, we wanted to be cold, but there's a lot of humor there as well. There is. Um, and that helps take off with- the edge. Right, exactly. And and we wanted it to be that way. Like some reviewers have said, like, um, they're very serious in the house, the protagonists, but the antagonists are just crazy and sometimes like over the top and humorous. And, and that's a, and I know that's not a norm um, in this genre to to do it that way, but that's how we wanted it. And I know it's different and some reviewers don't understand it and i i get that it's it's different it's not the norm but we that was our intention like you know um we have me swinging a white knife around like going crazy fighting something that's not there (laughs) and then singing these (laughs) little songs like it's 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 meant to be that way we did we are so cold but we did want there to be humor you know um which yeah it's I think it makes the film different. Not everybody will understand it, but I, I think it, it makes the film different and different is fun. You know, I had fun with, we had fun with it is what we did. <laughs> I agree with you. It, 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 and, and I, so you just uh, kind of uh, provided such a great description of that. Yes, there's disturbing elements, but you know what? There's also a lot of humor. 
<laughs> There's also a lot of dark humor and, and moments that catch you off guard. Uh, I found it interesting, your character's threshold for taking pain. That was kind of a, a humorous, you know, with the whole arrows situation. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, yeah there, there is a lot of that. And I, and I think that's probably maybe a wise decision because otherwise you would have a different type of film if you didn't have those humorous elements to it. Oh, yes, a very dark film because, you know, there's, I mean, Chad's, Chad's character is a pedophile. I mean, it's, it's very dark. I mean, this is, I mean, it's yikes, you know, but we didn't want to completely go in that direction. We didn't want to be um, completely dark. Like I said, some don't like understand that, like, such a dark subject matter. Why is it? Why are these people being so funny? <laughs> but that's what we wanted. Otherwise, yeah, it would be a different film entirely. Yes. And, and you know, I, I like uh, taking risks. You know, I think that's very important. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's one of the things about the film that I liked was that it, it was, a, you know, willing to take some risks. And uh, obviously mm-hmm. it builds up to a very intense conclusion, which, of course, I will not be sharing with anybody at this moment because I do not want to spoil anything for anybody out there. Very intense uh, conclusion to the film. I would like to ask you, Jamie, was there a scene in particular or a moment in particular that you found the most challenging for you portraying this character? Um, gosh, um... You know, it might have been the arrow shot because, I mean, obviously the arrow's not there, but, you know, I'm used to being the protagonist. And when I get hurt in horror, there's a big reaction or grief and and carrying on and that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like a person would normally react. Um, But playing Snack, the antagonist, who kind of likes pain and has had a really tough life, going to more get angry when she gets hurt than fall down and cry you know um so it's i think that moment was tricky for me because i've never had to do that in a a horror film where i'm hurt and i i'm that type of character so how is that type of character going to deal with that you know i played it more like shock because it comes out of nowhere too so like more of like shock you know what I mean? Um, than anything, but, and yeah, but yeah, I mean, so maybe, maybe that, and the singing was, oh my God, <laughs> cause I don't, I don't sing. I'm not a singer. And I know that. And, um, I was like, wow, I'm singing in a movie. And, uh, this is <laughs> something I thought I would never do, but if she was a good singer though, I think that wouldn't have worked as well, you know? Um, so yeah. And, and it wasn't sung to me. Like I read it on the paper and just heard the, the, um, melody in my head and, and sang it that way. And it was like the first time I sang it ever was what ended up being in the film. It's, that's just how I heard it when I read it. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, another outstanding performance from you. Do you see uh, 
more horror in your future? I mean, are you someone that, that likes to think ahead like that? Or do you just kind of take things as they come along, so to speak? I mean, I take things as they come along. I'm definitely targeted for horror by a lot of um, people because of what I've done in horror. And um, I spit on your grave, um, Deja Vu being a a big catalyst in that as well. Um, But even before that, I had done quite a bit of horror. And, you know, I had 420 Massacre on Showtime for over a year now. So I'm leading that um, as well. So I think... I've become um, kind of a face in horror where a lot of filmmakers seek me out for their horror film. Um, I bet you get a lot so of offers. I do, yeah, and it's, it's, it's very nice. I'm very, very grateful. I'm very grateful. I'm also, I'm being very careful about what I'm taking. Um, I consider a lot of factors when I take something, a lot of factors. Um, sure. I'm not taking everything that I'm offered, but yeah, I absolutely love horror. I have opportunities to do it and all the time, which I'm really grateful for. Um, I will continue to do horror films that come up that, um, excite me and spark something in me and, um, that I connect with the characters. Um, but I'm also, you know, I love doing all types of films. Like, as you know, you saw the furnace and it's a a faith-based drama survival film. Um, I love survival movies that, that subgenre. Like I love those types of films. So I would love to do more of that, like get lost in the woods in Alaska or have sharks come after, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like that kind of like. I love survival movies. Like it's, gosh, I love that subgenre. But so I can see, I love myself, you know, doing more of that. And um, also I'm really pushing for television. I've gotten really close to some series regular roles on mainstream television, like prime time. Yeah. Thank you so much. So I am really, really pushing for that. That's a, a, a direction I would love my career to go in and would be eternally grateful for. Um, well, you yeah, know, I have <laughs> whatever it is. I tend to have good instincts about things, at least most of the time. I, I certainly have my off moments, but I just have a feeling there's just so many good things in store for you. Just too talented. Thank you. Thank you. Now, is directing something that you've done before, Jamie, or if it is not, is that something that is appealing to you down the road? Yes, it's funny you should ask, because um, I've been actually heavily talking about that with a couple different people. Um, I do want to direct a horror film very soon here. Yes, yes. Jamie burned that film. Now, that sounds (laughs) exciting to me. Uh, yeah, I would love to direct. I, um, I love working with actors. Um, like I, I take some of my friends and, and those friends who want my input, like I have one friend, I, I help a lot. He's like, every time you tape for me, I get, you know, almost book it or get on hold for it or get a call back. He was like every time. So he only wants me to tape him and I, I coach him pretty much. And, um, I really enjoy doing it. Um, 
you know, I really love to work with actors. I really get into also like analyzing films and the different shots the director chose for certain scenes and why. Um, so, yeah, and I, I feel I love like that having, too. I, I sometimes I feel yeah. like there's a director in me because I often go, you know what? I just love what the director did because Jamie, isn't it like? I'm sure you find this appealing as well. When you think of a a, a blank movie screen or a television screen mm. for that matter, I mean the director is helping to paint live action. It, it's very exciting. Yeah, it is. It really is. And that I creative think it would be control. Yeah, excellent as a director. Um, I'm sure it would be very challenging, but. With your knowledge of filmmaking and your talents as an actress, I, I think a Jamie and Bernadette film is something that would be uh, fascinating. Mm, thank you. I yeah, it would it would be fun. Something yeah, I've always wanted to do for a while now. So yeah, we'll <laughs> see. I need a I need a good story and um, yeah. Well, I tell you what, if you ever need to run ideas by. You know, just feel free to give me a call or contact me. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'd be happy to listen. Well, mm-hmm. I want to thank you for sharing all that you did. Uh, by the way, I think this film has a great title. It really does. And uh, how can folks uh, see the film once it becomes available? Um, it's out on April 7th on Video On Demand. So you'll probably surely find it on Amazon to rent and places like iTunes and Cablevision, Hulu. Um, I think you can rent on YouTube. Can you rent on now? No, I'm trying you to, can I rent you movies. can, but I don't, yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, I, I, I thought so. I don't know if it'll be on there or not, but it's okay. on a bunch of them. A whole bunch. Um, okay. Well, I'll be sure to share information on the Hollywood and Beyond social media pages on how folks can see the film. Thanks. And I think they're going to have DVD sales, too, because I know they made DVDs. Awesome. Yeah, if you're a DVD collector. You know, Jamie, you have a wonderful Instagram page, so I just wanted to mention that to folks, you know, uh, to definitely visit you there. Because you have a certain appreciation for photography. Obviously, the camera (laughs) loves you, Jamie. But you also have an appreciation for photography. There's a lot of beautiful pictures there. And I enjoy visiting a lot, just so you know. So I wanted to be sure to mention Um, that to folks out there. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that because I do. I love photography. I love editing. It's like probably how video games are to people. Editing is to me. It's (laughs) like an escape. It's a hobby. So I I do. I work hard on my Instagram page. You do. (laughs) I just love to do it for some reason. I love it. So thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just your typical Instagram page. I mean, folks are free to have any kind of page they like, but I like yours. I just feel like sometimes you share your thoughts or your opinions and sometimes you don't, you just have a nice picture and, and you know, like I said, the camera really does love you, Jamie. So, um, you're a beautiful woman. It's nice to see those photos. You have some nice poses, by the way. I was, I'm very impressed. Sometimes the shots are so well done. Um, so I enjoy it and I hope folks will check out her Instagram page and I think that you'll enjoy it very much. And Jamie, do you recall when you first visited me back on season one, 
<laughs> uh, you mm-hmm. visited me and, and you shared your artistic journey with me. So I'd like to mention if anybody's listening and you've not listened to that, it is available in season one and it's a really nice conversation. But we discussed our love for poetry. So I thought I would just ask you if, uh, if you've been writing any poetry lately since we last spoke. Yeah, I have for sure. And during this coronavirus um, quarantine, it's my goal to <laughs> put the book together because I have the work. It's just editing it where not, where I see necessary and getting that final. And then um, I'm going to be selling it on Amazon. It's But it's, it's been tough with the acting. I'm always like, I feel like usually I'm working seven days a week. I'm doing something. I'm prepping for a role. I'm auditioning. I'm filming or whatever. And my sister at one point was like, Jamie, like they've heard a lot of my work on Reddit. And I'll read it sometimes and send it to them on WhatsApp. And they want me to do a... Um, a voice, um, I can't think right now, a voice, oh, yeah. <laughs> audio book, the audio book as well. But she's nice. like, you're going to have to go to the mountains and lock yourself in a cabin <laughs> to get this book done, Jamie. And I'm like, now is the time because we're locked in our homes during this quarantine. So I'm like, I got to get this book done now because I have no auditions. We can't film. The film I was doing was shut down by the virus. So Um, we had to all go home. So it's like, this is the time and I need to get it done. Yes. (laughs) Well, if you ever need an extra voice to read one of the poems, please keep me in mind because I love poetry. Okay. (laughs) And I will be happy to uh, share that project with uh, the listeners once that uh, uh, comes to fruition for you, which I, I have a feeling it will. Uh, it's just you're just such an artistic person when I really connect to that, to all your areas of being creative. Mm. Well, uh, Jamie, speaking of this uh, difficult and challenging situation for all of us, I thought I'd conclude by just asking, you know, how are you holding up? I mean, uh, it's definitely um, a situation we're not all accustomed to whatsoever. Yeah, definitely we're not. I mean, I'm doing fine. I'm most worried about my sister. She's a nurse. Yeah, very, very worried about her. Um, she's all also suffered with asthma in the past, so I um, do not want her to get this virus. So that has been, yeah, a um, a major concern of mine. It's I've definitely had some freak-out moments this past week. About her, um, yeah, I don't want anything to happen to her, you know. Wow. So, other than that, yeah, I'm doing okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And please let your sister know just how much I respect and appreciate her service. I mean, I think someone like your sister right now are the heroes um, Mm -hmm. in society. They really are because, um, you know, this is just such a... A difficult time for us, but hopefully together we can all get through it. And and you know one one thing about this situation, though, hopefully for many of us, it'll help us to feel more appreciation for our friends and family and just what we have in life in general. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When you travel to third world countries, that'll do that as well. It'll really make you appreciate what you have. So I think it will be a nice perspective for some people it'll change their viewpoint on things you know is that why you like traveling there i mean i I know it's beautiful 
in, in so much of the area, but is that one of the, the things that you connect to, Jamie, when you travel to Africa? Because I notice that you mm. do like to go there. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, the people there are amazing, and, and some are so impoverished, and they're so nice, so like, oh. you know, and they struggle, and it's, yeah, it's just a different viewpoint. I mean, in South Africa, they turn off the power sometimes eight hours a day, like on purpose. Yes. Like you don't have power. I mean, they, they will go where they turn off the water. Like just, wow, what you appreciate when, gosh, you see what other people in other parts of the world are, are dealing with and don't have and and what beautiful people they are. I just connect um to South African people as well. For some reason, I just wow. connect to the culture, the people. I have so many friends who are South African. Like, I don't even plan this. It just happens. Even here, you know, in America, I'll happen to connect with someone. And then I find out, like, I just met this girl. We totally connected. And I looked at her last name. I'm like, are you from South Africa? She was like, yeah, good job. I'm like, oh, my gosh, of course you are, because we totally connect. So it's just interesting, but yeah, I think it's very important if people, if people have the means to travel, do so, you know, um, I've been to the Philippines as well, like, wow, and you see some poverty and I'm telling you, it'll make you love your fellow man so much more and appreciate what you have. And um, I guess I'm just kind of a humanitarian in that way too. I go to those countries too, and I give a lot to those people while I'm there. And, um, um, I believe in having an open hand. And so I don't know if you can travel and do that, do it. It'll expand your, yourself as a being, I think. Well, that was a beautiful answer. Thank you. makes me want to go there myself and you never know, perhaps one day I will. (laughs) Yeah. it's, It's amazing. Yeah. Well, speaking of being grateful, I'm grateful for you visiting me here again. And I have to tell you, I, I can't wait for a, a fourth visit down the road. Me too. Thank you so much for having me again. Send host Stephen Brittingham your comments and questions to Hollywood and Beyond Show at gmail.com. That is Hollywood and Beyond Show at gmail.com. Stephen looks forward to hearing from you soon.